you can't in it. Wagwan, wagwan, wagwan. It's your man, the top boy, them, isn't it? Wagwan, bruv. It's love, all love. No hate, no animosity. Me and my clique versus you and your clique. It's over, bruv. It's over, bruv. Feeling pretty big in your britches, yeah? Huh? You want to come against me and my crew will dust you off and pray to Lord. You can't come against the Lord's kids. Well, go on, people. I hope that you are feeling good, feeling fancy, yeah, isn't it, bro? It's Veterans Day. Shout out to all the veterans. I feel like my UK accent has fallen off. I've been watching Top Boy. Been watching Top Boy. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I was just putting it on, putting it on the telly, and I'm watching it. And I'm like, ah, it's whatever. You know, I'm trying just, I'm just trying to fall asleep. You know, I keep putting it on. Fourth, third, fourth episode. I'm, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm learning about. I'm trying, I'm trying to get food. I'm trying to push peas. You feel me? You feel me, bro? <laughs> All right, man, so it's your boy Gabe. It's been a minute, but this is going to be a quick one, man. Just want to come back, share my boy show, share my love. Hope everybody's doing well. Shout out to my people that's not doing well. Y'all going to make it through, you feel me? It's all love. Yeah, I mean, you already know what it is. Keep going, keep pushing. You can do it. Somebody needs you to make it. You feel me? Somebody needs your story of how you persevered, how you made it through, how God had his hand on your life, bro. It's pretty crazy thing, isn't it? Can't just say it's all coincidence. There's no coincidence as well, you feel me? Peace to the Lord. <laughs> to, the, to the Lord of Lords. Uh, but yeah, man, let's see. Quick recap of life. Work. Work's been working. I wish I could just get over here and talk about work, but I, I, don't feel, I don't feel like I need to. You know what I mean? It's not just something where it's like... You know, oh, you can say what you say. You can do whatever you want. It's your podcast, bro. Say whatever the heck you want, bro. But I'm like, nah, I'm chill. I don't want to. You know what I mean? So, but I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm liking some things that are transpiring, taking forth at church. We got some cool things going down. We just went through. Yo, bro, going to a big church. Like the, I go to Evangel Fellowship, right? Cone Boulevard. Shout out to the Evangel family and whatnot. Um, but shout shout out to uh, to to the pastor there, Pastor Otis Like a junior. You know what I'm saying? He be going in, right? And, and he's younger, right? He's like he's like mid thirties. He's like mid thirties. And so my guy had a movie series, right? As soon as soon as he announced it, I'm like, man, this reminds me of the college days. You know, I, I was in this college. Uh, ministry called Campus Outreach, right? And so with college students, you try to have all these different types of series, movie series, hot topic series, and uh, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? To try and get people to come through. And he announces that we doing a, he doing a movie series. He's doing three movies. I'm like, what? Oh, you know, I don't, I don't, maybe I'm just not, you know, out in the realms of, oh, 
let me check out this sermon of this church or let me listen to the worship at this church and see what they're doing at this church. You know, I'm not following a bunch of churches on Instagram. I'm not, you know, asking around about what churches are doing in, in Greensboro and, and beyond. And so it's like, when he announced, I'm like, man, people don't really be doing movie series like that. I'm, so, I'm that's like, this is cool, you know? Bro, when I tell you the setup for each, for the, the theme and the setup for each movie was immaculate, oh my goodness. Like, coming from my my little home church, um, and, I, you know, and remember, remembering our setups, what our setups look like for, like, plays and stuff. Oh, my goodness. They they would have, they, their, their, their scale blows our scale, my home, my old church home scale, out of the water. You know, I mean, it, and, it's, and it's not that it's better. I'm just saying, like, the, the materials, the, the setup, the space, the, the lighting, all of that. You know what I'm saying? The quality of it. You know, I remember when we did, uh, we did, um, we did like the resurrection, uh, like, like it was like a play that was like, um, Jesus healing, going down the cities, like just right before he got crucified. So obviously the crucifixion scene, you know, we, we showed that, you know, he got buried, put into the tomb. And so our tomb, you know, we had a, we had a cardboard cutout, (laughs) you feel me? We we had the cardboard cutout, you feel me? And it's like it was it was funny. It was it's just funny to see the cardboard. Think about the cardboard cutout, and they set up. They doing Transformers. They doing Mario. They did. Uh, he preached on uh, Little Mermaid, bro. When I tell you, Transformers was probably the best setup. They had all types of plants. They had a freaking. They had a Harley Davidson in the middle of the altar, right? So like. It was like little plants around it because, you know, Transformers, it's a, they all transform into some type of automobile or something. And so when I walked in, I didn't even see that first because, you know, worship is happening, people standing up. And then I get to my seat, I'm like, yo, they got a whole motorcycle up here. It was, it was so cool, man. I was just blown away. Like, to see it now, to see the stage, the, the, pulpit and stuff now just like empty and kind of you know just back to normal it's like dang man they was they really was going in because now it just feels bland because of how big they did it you know even though the blandness was normal and I didn't have a I didn't even notice the the blandness of the stage but bro they had oh man if if you go check out Evangel Fellowship Instagram and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about bro that junk was crazy, and that, and that's my first time, at least, to to be in a, a normal normal Sunday service, but it's a theme, and this and they just went all out. They went all out. It was dope, man. Um, yeah, super dope, super dope. The 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 setup team went crazy. But anywho, man, I'm not gonna be here for too long. I just want to post something. You feel me? I've been sitting around on my booty trying to get up and do more, be more disciplined. You know, change my, me and my bro were talking about this, you know, like a week ago. Like, it really just needs to be a mindset change for me, man. I have a hard time, you know, sticking through with ideas and and, and plans that I try to make for myself. And and, I've, and, and God kind of really helped me just realize and just have the revelation of like, yo, it's, it's not that you can't come up with the idea. 
it's not that you can't make a good workout plan, you know. It's not that you don't have the time. It's that you are, like, mentally undisciplined to believe of yourself what you want to see. And it's like, what? What are you talking about? And so there was a verse that the pastor shared. He was talking about, um, I, now, if I'm wrong, hey, I'm wrong or whatever, but I feel like it was Proverbs 23, verse 7, where it talks about uh, whatsoever a man, you know, like thinks thinks about himself and like believes in his heart, like that's, that's what he's going to be. That's what he is. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay, that's what's up. Because it was, it was literally the day after having a conversation with bro about like, man, I'm, I'm undisciplined. I'm not doing all these things that I, that I would like to be doing. You know, I got these ideas, but I'm not following through. I got these yada, yada, yada. And we're, and we're talking, you know, just chopping it up like that. And it was the next day. I, after that conversation, I was like, Lord, I need a, I need a message that's timely. And it was the it was the very last uh, movie series, and it perfectly fit to what I needed. Um, and it's been really helpful so far. As you can see, I'm you know what I'm saying got the episode going. Just a little quick one. I've been you know work. I, I I finally posted the last episode that I did like a month ago with the homie. Um, it was and that was a really good one. It's long, but it's good. Um, so yeah, I'm just. Just taking those steps of of just hey, I need to think and believe this about myself first before I even try and go back to doing what I did that didn't work the first time. You feel me? It's like not only do I need to have the plan, have the ideas, have the you know what I'm saying dream big or whatever, have the vision, but I also need to believe and think that of myself. You know, if I want to be a person that gets in my word, it's like okay, yo, Gabe, you a theologian, bro. You you enjoy getting in your Bible, reading the Word, and learning new stuff, and trying to have questions and whatnot. That's you, you know. I'm 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 believing that about myself now. I'm, I'm believing about myself that you know I can turn off the TV. I don't. Have, I'm I'm not a guy that just sits around and watch watches TV all day. I get up and do something, you know, something productive, something creative, you know, something social. You feel me? I I gets I gets I gets up. I gets up. I gets around. I do something. You know what I mean? So starting to believe that about myself. Um, and and it's happening, you know. Just getting out, going to go do things, going for walks, going for jogs, um, trying to hang out with people, be more intentional with that. Um, and it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I, I like I like the change that's happened. I like I like how you know just seeing little progress. But anywho, just getting on here to talk about um, Bible study on yesterday, bro. So. The pastor didn't preach on Thursday. Thursday is like a midweek service. It's, it's basically a Sunday service, but it's, it's it's labeled as like a Bible study. I mean, again, I'm coming from a small church. I see it as a service. <laughs> it's a big old, you know, just regular service. You know, you get you get your worship. Um, you got your speaker speaking. Offering, go home. You know what I mean? So the title was Scattering Seeds. But we didn't get the title until, like, after, you know, he first started. And so my guy had me on the ropes, bruv. On the freaking ropes, bruv. I was so nervous of what was about to be said because I immediately he starts off with, you know, reading Luke uh, Luke 8, you know, where, where it talks about the, the farmer sowing the seeds, the, the seed sower 
sowing out the seeds and, and scattering the seeds. Um, and so he's reading it and he stops for a minute and he's like, he, st- he stops for a moment. He's like, what good farmer, because he grew up on a farm, you know, his dad farmed and a little bit um, and, he, and his dad was a fisherman. And so when he farmed, like he, he knew what he was doing. He did it for like 40 years. And so he's seen his dad till the ground. He's seen him grow uh, crop before. And so he was he was like, yeah, I'm thinking to myself while I'm reading this passage, what good farmer sows seeds on bad ground, on bad soil? And so what it is, like in this parable that he was preaching from, the the seed sower, he's he puts seeds on ground that has rocks. He puts seeds on ground that has thorns. And he puts seeds on ground that uh, is like good soil, right? And so after reading that, he's like, what good farmer or what farmer sows seeds on bad ground? And I'm like, oh, shoot. Hold on now. Because then I start thinking. I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Wait a minute, bro. I've read about this one now. I've read this parable. And now I understand this parable that the seed, the sower, right, the farmer that's sowing the seed, is essentially Jesus, like it's God, and the seed is, is God's word, right? And so, it, again, it's a parable, so it's not supposed to make sense to people who don't um, understand God just yet, and and it's for, it's, it's, it's essentially like a riddle, it's like a riddle for those who catch it, you catch it and you hold on to it tight, right? You hold it into your heart, you hold it in tight. Because it hits you, it makes sense, it applies to you, right? Um, and then to those who it doesn't make sense to, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, that, all right, whatever. And then go about your business. But the sower is, is Jesus, the seed is God's word. And I'm like, hold on now, what's he about to say about Jesus sowing on bad ground? Because I'm like, I feel like I know where he's going, but I really don't know where he's going. And so he he got to the point of, he was like, I come to realize and I come to this uh, conclusion that God didn't care where the seed was going. He just cared that the seeds were scattered. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I rocks with that. Like that's like that's that's exactly that's exactly God's MO. Like he doesn't care. He doesn't care who's hearing the word. He's worried, he's worried about the word, his word being heard, right? Um I mean, and then I was like, oh, snap, oh, snap. And I haven't heard this elder preach before. I mean, he's a good dude. I've talked to him plenty of times, you know, and he's an elder for a reason. So I'm like, okay, he's an elder. He's going to be, he's going to have some sound doctrine. He's got great theology, I'm sure. He understands the word really good and can teach it um, pretty well or teach it well enough to, you know, help people understand and grow in their faith and understanding the God. And so he keep, he's going in, bro. He's, he's, over the, uh, he's over the evangelism. At at um, the outreach evangelism at um, evangel evangel fellowship. Sorry, that was <laughs> had a hairball. I said he, <laughs> but um, yeah. So he's he's over that. So he's he's passionate, bro. He's he's a passionate believer about evangelism and and reaching out and spreading God's word. And so he's going in. He ain't holding back, right? He's starting to he's starting to speak to me directly with a few of these joints he was saying. And so he's going in and he's like, so yeah, God, God doesn't care where the word falls. He just cares that it's going out. Right. 
And so he's making he he's he got to this one point where he was like, uh, um, some of y'all make excuses of why you don't evangelize, uh, or go like like go witness. He was saying go witness at this point. And I was like, oh shoot, uh oh, he about to he about to use one of my excuses. And he was like, what one of one of the ones that stuck out to me that I hadn't really heard the term or word for it, but you know, I, I probably see it and just didn't know how to verbalize it. And he was like, Yeah, some of you guys do lifestyle evangelism. And he was like, Yeah, you you live a life that that might show and perceive you to be a good person and that you're a Christian. But if don't nobody know you a Christian by your lifestyle, you gotta end up saying something. And I'm like, oh shoot. That's crazy. Cause I feel like there's definitely been moments where I'm like, okay, I just gotta make sure that I'm not conforming to nothing crazy. You know, if I'm hanging out with people who aren't who aren't, you know, devout believers to Jesus and followers of Jesus, it's like I, my life shouldn't look the same as theirs, or my character shouldn't be the same as theirs. And and that's not a knock to them to say they're a bad person. No, not at all. That is to say that I it it shouldn't be exactly the same. You know, in in some ways, I mean, yeah, some ways it's going to be the same and similar or whatever. But um, if that doesn't make sense, it, I'm, that's the best way I could explain it. <laughs> uh, and so I'm like, oh shoot, I feel like I I feel like that was you know my kind of my, my way of doing it. And then I and then I was like, but I'm, I mean, I've I've done that, but also was open and was praying for like opportunities to to share my faith and, and, and talk about and have gospel conversations, you know? So I'm like, okay, maybe I did it, but I was, but I wasn't really like intentionally only trying to, uh, share Jesus in the, or, or share God's word in that way. Um, or to witness in that way. But I definitely, definitely had that type of, uh, approach to, to some of my like friendships. And it's like, Okay, yeah, we could be friends, but I also need to make sure that I'm, you know, aware of the fact that hey, they don't know Jesus. I could tell them about Jesus, you know, and and you know, I was like, oh yeah, I'll pray for moments to share with them or pray for an opportunity to talk about the gospel or talk about Jesus. Other than that, I'm gonna just let my life and how I carry myself, you know, be the be the factor of them like asking me or seeing. Oh yeah, they different, you know. He gave different, like well, he don't. He don't do this. He don't, you know what I mean? He don't act like this. He don't talk this way and whatnot. And so I was like, oh, shoot. And people was like, ooh, hey, man, I want to preach. This is good. And he, he kept going in, bro. He kept going in. He was like, there's other ways that we um, have attempted to uh, witness. And it's like, or or there's other excuses that we have. That, that we use to not witness. Um, it's like, I'm not ready yet. That was definitely me at one point when I first like started to learn, oh yeah, evangelizing, that's the thing. Yeah, go out and talk about Jesus. Like, just cold turkey. Walk up to somebody, hey, what's your name? Hey, so Jesus, right? He he came and died for you. Did you know that? You didn't know that? I got you, my boy. Let me, you want to know about Jesus? And so I'm just like, that. when I was first getting into that, you know, I'm like 21, at the time, when I when I first started to be like in in these conversations of hey, so 
We're going to go share the gospel today. How how are we going to do it? Do you know? No? Okay, I'm going to show you some ways, right? So, I got, you know, I'm I'm out. I, I was one of those people that was out on the beach with a little piece of paper, ready to read it off. Hey, if you, uh, it's called the track. And so, <laughs> we, you know, college kids out here on the beach trying to talk about Jesus. Other people just chilling on the beach, you feel me, trying to. Had a brew or enjoy time with the family, eating their little lunch and snacks and whatnot, out in the water, playing, throwing a football, frisbee, what have what have you. And I'm just like, bro, this is crazy, bro. Are we really about to interrupt these people's time at the beach to come and talk about Jesus, bro? Like, you understand that the gospel is offensive, bro. Like, we're about to ruin their day, bro. They're about to see their sins and understand they're a sinner, bro. They're not going to be the Satan, bro. And I'm just like, shoot. And I was like, ooh, maybe I'm not ready yet. Maybe, maybe that, I don't know. I don't think I'm ready yet. And so I kind of, it, it kind of stayed like that too, even while I was in college. Cause it's like, man, doing cold turkey evangelism in the freshman dorms. Also, yeah, that was a weird thing. But we ain't gonna get into that. But um, I'm gonna stay on topic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of, a lot of what he was saying about the excuses, I was like, man, yep, use that one before. Doesn't feel ready. Um, what was another? I didn't write down the excuses um, in the notes, but I, I just remember, like, each one of them that he said, I was like, yep, I've used that before. Um, and I was like, dang, man. Like, he, like it was it was good because it, it helps you see that, like, okay, one, you're not the only person that feels this way. Clearly, he didn't know everybody's story of, of, or excuses or, or reasons why they did evangelism or evangelism or why they didn't do evangelism. You know what I mean? So, it's not like he's got everybody down to a T of you know their whole life story on, on witnessing the people and sharing, sharing the gospel. And so it just it just felt refreshing to be like, okay, okay, he's got some he's got some understanding. Of of different types of people, he has understanding on what evangelism looked like in the Bible. He's explaining it to us, um, and I really like once he once he really pointed out like, hey, we we have to just scatter. Like God doesn't want to be on. God doesn't want you looking for a certain type of soil. God doesn't want you to avoid the rocks. God doesn't want you to avoid the people that are like the thorns. You know. Um, and, and I really like that he he, you know, he didn't just read the part where, the the parable in Luke is talking about um, how the the sower sowed the seed on rock, um, and it dried out. It sprouted, but then it dried out. Got plucked from, got plucked by the birds, and oh, the seed sown into the thorns uh, lasted for a little bit, but then got choked out by the thorns, and then the seed that sowed in the uh, the seed that was sown into good soil, you know, it bore fruit. It, it sprouted up and it and it had fruit and then fruit was good and whatnot. Like he didn't just stop there. He read the last half of it that explained the parable and he like went into detail about, okay, this the rocks, you know, that's the people who get it, have joy for just a moment, you know, and then leave and go away. Like immediately, immediately forgetting what they just heard and and you know it's it's no it's not it didn't make its way into their heart at all, you know what I'm saying? It's plucked up because of the the cares of the world, you know. 
And then the part about the thorns, I think the thorns was, you know, the person gets joy for a moment, right? It gets joy for a moment. It lasts for a little while. But like as soon as they deal with tribulations and trials, um, it's like it gets choked out, right? And they fall away. The Bible, he was he, he read and emphasized on them like how they fall away from from what they heard and, and what brought them joy, you know. So how the gospel brought them joy, but now they've fallen away from the gospel. Um, and then how the good soil is the person who hears it, takes it, and they keep it, right? They keep it, and then it bears fruit. There, so that would be like their life changing, you know. It's the evidence of salvation, you know. Uh, just, just your life changing, and it's not overnight. You know, it's not something that's overnight. Uh, it, it's a, it's a process. It's a continued process that will come to completion when Jesus comes back. And so, I really like that he broke each part down. He explained. He didn't even. He didn't really emphasize the importance of saving the soul. I like that he emphasized how we can't save the soul. Our job is just to scatter the seed. So our job is just to witness to people, to share the gospel. And, and the, the ways that we can do it is, is through, you know, sharing our testimony with people. You know, obviously there, there's discernment of when to do that, how to do it. You know what I mean? If, you're, if you feel led to do it this way, hey, go ahead and do it that way. If you feel led to do it with your friends at a certain time, hey, do that. You know, I think it was helpful for him to to break down like you know it, it just depends on how you want to do it and, and and what you feel feel led to do so like sharing your testimony doing it through relationships um and then he also talked about like recognizing ripe fruit and he explained that as like somebody who somebody who's like just ready to to hear good news it's like they see, they see the loss. They see the need of Jesus or, 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 or somebody to save or something to save them from their from what they're dealing with or whatever. And it's like they they're ready to hear the gospel. As soon as they hear the gospel, they just boom. All right, I believe. Let me hear more. Like I want to learn more. You know, um, he used a he used a, a great example of like uh, the woman at the well, right? Jesus is talking to this woman at the well, uh, the Samaritan woman at the well. And he's, you know, talking to her. He's like, hey, where's your husband? Oh, no, he's not my husband. It's like, good, I'm glad you, like, you're telling the truth, you know, because you had this many husbands, and the one you're with right now isn't your husband. And she's like, oh, my goodness, what? And so she leaves him, and she goes and immediately runs and tells people, hey, come and hear this prophet, this man that knows everything about me and told me everything I've ever done, right? And so everybody's coming in. And they're like, hold on, what? Let's hear this. And once Jesus is done talking with this crowd that comes up, they're like, okay, you know what? We came over because of what you were saying about how he told you everything he's done. But now that we have seen and heard for ourselves, we believe, right? And we, like, those are, that was, that the woman was ripe and the people were ripe that came up because they immediately believed, they immediately believed after hearing and seeing for themselves. They came over based off of her. You know what I'm saying? So it's like just just recognizing and discerning people who are just ready to ready to hear the truth, you know, and accept it.
Um, and I, yeah, I just thought it was, I thought it was a really dope and timely sermon, you know, cause it's so easy to be a believer, be a follower of Jesus and just kind of forget that, get, get caught up in the business of life, work, family, kids, uh, other responsibilities, trying to be social, you know, outside of work when work is just hard and tough and, you know, not the best. So it's like, oh, I need to, I need to enjoy people. I need to enjoy my people, you know? Um, and I just, yeah, I just, I just think that was a, it was a fresh, a fresh reminder of like, God doesn't want you to go out here looking for people who want to be a Christian. God just wants you to share, just share the word, share, the, sow, sow those seeds, scatter those seeds anywhere and everywhere, man. You know, cause I mean, it, it's going to take time. It's going to take time for that seed to reach the good soil. It's going to take time for the the soil that has the rocks to have those rocks removed it's going to take time for the soil that has thorns to have the thorns removed and then it's all of a sudden good soil for seed to be sown so you never know you never know never never know you just got to scatter that seed just be a witness um as much as possible don't feel don't don't feel the burden of oh i gotta save this person nah you just gotta witness man just gotta witness, share your testimony, be be open and vulnerable about the truth of the gospel. You feel me? I mean, and that's that's something for me too, though. You know, that's not something I'm out here doing on the regular. You know, what I mean, don't don't get it twisted. I'm not. I'm definitely not out here trying to sound like I'm <laughs> like like I'm uh, like I'm just out here evangelizing or out here sharing my testimony with friends and stuff like that. Like. I need and it and it also was a reminder that I need to be in spaces where I'm meeting new people that aren't believers. You know, all the uh, all the people I'm hanging out with um, are typically believers. You know, and just a couple people from work. So I need to need to continue to branch out. Just find my find my place to just meet people that are different, and it be casual and normal, like nothing, not going out of my way. You feel me? Yeah, man, that was that was the sermon. I think he did really great, man. I appreciate the work. But yo, appreciate y'all for tapping in. You feel me? Um, stay tuned for another episode of Thoughts of a Game. Who knows? It could be tomorrow. Could be later today. Stay on top, bruv. Top boys drill it. <laughs>